0: Hey, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Just Two Dads with my co-host, Dr. Francis. I am Brian Altunian. Today's topic is about relationships. Um, uh, for those of you who are looking at the title and saying, love between men, what is this conversation going to be about? I promise it's really more about relationships than anything else, uh, just in general, relationships, uh, because we don't talk about it enough. Clearly, we didn't talk about it before this, uh, before going live, so... <laughs> Yeah, probably a lot of comments on this. Uh, So, so here, here we go. Another episode of Just Two Dads. Everybody, welcome back. I am Brian Altunian with my co-host and partner, co-founder of our Just Two Dads podcast, Mr. Sean Francis. I think this is episode number 107. Uh, we have been doing this for two years. Um, we love doing this podcast. A lot of times we have guests and we talk about, uh, uh, we have conversations about things that are happening um, in the special needs community. We often shine the spotlight on folks who are serving and servicing the special needs community, taking care of our, our, our children, our, our siblings, our parents, and those that need additional help. Today, we, we, uh, we're going without a guest today because we're having a conversation about relationships, before we jump into that topic, um, and by the way, this comes out of the fact that Sean and I are like family. Sean and I have a relationship that extends beyond the, the business that we do together um, and this podcast that we do together. And I think that that's an important topic for us to have. Uh, and, you know, perfect timing. Um, apparently, they're doing work on my building right outside my that literally started just as we went live. So I'm fan- so this is fantastic. <laughs> if you're catching us live on Facebook um welcome i love to see you please comment feel free to comment comment on the noise being made above my head um for those of you catching us after the fact on youtube uh on our youtube channel at just two dads please leave a comment feel free to like and subscribe and share with your friends if you're hearing us on podcast outlets i'm always amazed at people i get comments from people all the time like oh my god i heard you i heard your podcast this week i was like wow that's fantastic um i always ask where they're hanging from we're on every podcast outlet um, now and also down in the U.S. Virgin Islands um, on WSTX AM radio, so we'd like to welcome everybody for uh, being a part of our family and a part of this crusade, which really started out as just a conversation between two dads of children who were who had some special needs issues and uh, you know needed some some help and support, um, and decided to turn that conversation into something that we thought would be of value to folks in the community. So. We are uh, always grateful to be here. We're grateful for each other. I know we're grateful for anybody who participates, comments, um, talks about what it is that we're doing here, uh, shares, shares the content. And hopefully we're adding some value. So without further ado, I'm just going <laughs> to get right into it. Um, Sean, I love you. And and this, I feel I seem a little crazed because I got a lot. There's we've had a lot going on this weekend. I literally like jumped into the studio like a minute before we got started. So I'm still hyped. Maybe it's the coffee kicking in. I'm not sure, but either way, John Francis. <laughs> so let's 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 jump into this relationships. Love. love
1: you right back. We'll jump right right into it. You know,
0: between it's I don't
1: know yeah. I, I guess I should have chosen amongst, but you know what? I think it's interesting because I think between is it it's still it, it carries weight and it makes sense. Um, and how this came about is, I heard a conversation about um, the rarity of, you know, men's vulnerability and things like that, and and the value of um, platonic relationships between people. Period. But what it made me think about is a lot of the things that we talk about. You know, obviously we have things in common, which is why we're friends. Um, and among those things are the willingness to be vulnerable. And the older I get, the less I see it as vulnerability. And I used to see it as, you know, maybe even like strength. I don't even know that I see it as strength. I mean, it is, but it's just my manner of being and the way I am, the way you are. And I think that amongst men in particular, it's really, really as important as it might be kind of taboo. And so I heard actually on another uh, podcast that, um, You know, in Turk, in talking about um, Platonic relationships, you know, once upon a time, going back to, you know, 100 years ago, or maybe a little more, marriages were things of convenience and arrangement and things of that sort. And people were a little more open about expressing love in Platonic situations. And when marriage started drifting towards more the romantic side and people started marrying for love, then you know, people became a little bit more restrictive about how they expressed love for um, a friend in terms of a, a platonic situation. And, you know, I've always said I love you to my uh, my family, my, my mom, you know, um, uh, my dad, um, you know, but my brother and I have shared that since, I don't know, maybe early 20s or a little before that. And I remember certain people that would observe it would be like, it would stick out to them. That's oh, that, that's cool. Like it's different. You and I have never had a conversation where you, you know what? I care about you. So I'm going to start saying, I love you. You just say that. So I say the same thing with regard to any friend, you know, um, male or female. But I think I think generally speaking, it, there, there's a taboo on how much that's expressed. Um, but it's just so important when you think of, friendship and then not taking people for granted. And then when you think of the taboo that men need to overcome to be able to express love for a male friend, that is in in no way sexual, you know, then the same thing applies when you think about the challenges that you face as a special needs parent. These are all layers of the human experience that make these things really important. So if you're a, you're a, if you're a male, there's a level of importance there. If you're a male of color, there's a level of importance there. If you're a male of color that happens to have a child with special needs, there's another level of importance there. Now, if you happen to have all those things and then you're a single dad, there's a level of importance there as well. And the other thing that played a role in it is I is a, a fellow autism dad that I know that was introduced to me by a friend of the show um, who lost his wife two years ago. And you happen to have lost her two years ago today, and we've had conversations about, you know, you know what that's like. And I I think with everything that life brings, it's just so important to be able to have those things, um, you know, and um, and and be able to express them. Like if you think back as a as a male, like in your your teens when you were going to. A sleepover, you know, with a group of friends, or at your best friends, you're going to play basketball with them, or you're going to the movies, or whatever have you. There's such a level of anticipation if this person is a really good friend that you know you really feel that difference. You know what I mean? It makes it it makes a difference. And I I, now I'm at the point where I don't know if I'm being effective, and I feel like I'm just (laughs) babbling. It's a long winded way of saying we all need each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think. Listen, at the end of the day, I from the time I first of all my family was very affectionate so my mom and dad always you know always got hugs and kisses we always said I love you that was a regular thing my dad always hugged and kissed us Uh, it's one of the things even though as I've gotten older and I mentioned on on our, our podcast here before as we've gotten older our relationship has gotten you know a lot more strained however that being said he always Always hugged and kissed us uh, as, uh, when I was growing up. And One of the things that I'm grateful for. I do the same thing with my with my children, um, and my son. Um, uh, even on text, you know, and my son's 15, and he's at that age where he's like, could tolerate, you know, me like about this, <laughs> much, uh, you know, you know. Our kids are get to that point where they're like, I'd rather not be in the same room as you. And yet, when we're texting, I still say, Hey, I love you, buddy. You know, have a great day today. Always respond. I love you. You know, I love you too, and and that's to me, that's like we've done a really good job at communicating that because no matter what you're talking about, you know what's going on, you know that's a consistency in our in our family um, that I think it's not it's it's transcended our family because I always to your point when I was a teenager, like teenagers don't say I love you to each other, they just generally don't, but we say things like, you know. Hey, I love you, brother, you know, like to your buddies, right? Hey, hey brother, uh-huh. have a great one, see you, have a good day. To me, that was always something that kind of came off naturally easily. I've said I love you to the people in my life, friends, business partners, colleagues and stuff. If I've had a close, if I have a close relationship with them, because uh-huh. to me, that's, <laughs> that is what this whole world is all about this too when we sign off our, you know, the show at the end. I always say empathy and love. You know, I always look at the world through the lenses of love, and our relationships with folks. It really is a factor of love, right? And the depth mm-hmm. of, if, for anybody who's you know listening or listened to us, there are times when Sean and I, you know, disagree or we have you know opposing points of view. But it doesn't really matter what we're talking about, even even when Sean gets mad at me, which happens a lot more than <laughs> the other way around. Um, there's a deep love for each other, right? We love each other because we because we're in the trenches together, and there's some value to, to that, right? I would say, I mean, there is that you know band of brothers, and you know anybody who's in a fight together, or or you're you know that's why championship teams that have really cohesive groups. There's a that's a it's a factor of love, trust. You know you can you can rely on one another, and you know where the other person's coming from. It's also why when you have a really close relationship like Sean and I have if i say something that in a n- another context might be uh, taken you know offensively Sean knows where my heart is as it relates to him and just in general so Sean doesn't take offense to stuff that i say to him because because we have that that's a that's a factor of love and I, and i think you're right there shouldn't be a taboo on it when you express love it doesn't matter who you if you're expressing love that's that's what that's what human nature is all about right it is all about it is all about love, loving one another, and being mm-hmm. able to communicate that. It's what puts us at a different level above the rest of the of the mammalian species, right? Is that we can express it, and we why we put a muzzle on it, or we you know we make it like it's like it means something you know negative doesn't make any sense to me, but we have done it.
1: Well, and the battle the battle is uphill. Like you know, in this episode that I that I heard, they were talking about you know friends holding hands and that kind of thing, and I thought two things. I thought of like. Well, if two women friends are holding hands, that's just it that makes sense. Why would two male friends hold hands? And just for me, yes, that that that's odd. But what I did think of is the stigmatism that comes along with each one. And you know that's the other thing? But I, I say that getting older is a super is like a superpower. It's like okay, this isn't this. You know me in analogies. This thing just literally popped into my head. It's as though you're from Krypton, right? when you come to Earth, right, you leave Krypton's sun, you get into the 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 sun of the Earth, that's where these superhuman powers come. And it's like the older we get, the closer we are to Earth and the further we away we are from Krypton. Because the things that you see in terms of vision, not sight, sight is the two eyes, vision is the third. And the things that If your vision isn't getting clearer as you're getting older, then you're not necessarily growing. And for me, when it comes to the expression of love and seeing it, um, acknowledging it and pointing it out, that's something that just gets so much easier to do with age. You know, like, for instance, on social media, I end up posting with saying, you know, if you're watching this, I love you in the show. If you're if you're listening to this, I you know, I love you because, you know, and then the younger I got when I was, quote unquote, closer to Krypton, I was more of and this might, you know, seem hard to believe, but I was better at complicating things. The older I get, <laughs> the better I get with that simplifying things. Yeah. And what what I would complicate is, OK, wait a minute now. What is love? if I say that I I don't know that person, can I really like love them? And this is not even thinking about the romantics It's just like, you just throw it out there because I was so concerned with not using, uh, abusing love as most people do. You know, I love, love and friend are two of the most valuable things on the planet, but they're also two of the most abused words. Oh my gosh, I just love so-and-so. I love this. I love that. I want to introduce you to my friend, somebody I met five minutes ago. But the bottom line is, Regardless of the quantity of your time with someone, what's more important is the quality. And if you can count on that person in an hour of need, and they too can count on you, and you know that for a fact, that's a friend. And if you and if you and if you have love for your fellow human being, you don't need to know someone too well or at all. Tell them, "I love
0: you," and you might hate me, but I love you. Here, I, listen. I so yeah. I think if you spend any time with somebody. And again, it, it kind of comes to a, it comes to a, your mindset. I'm grateful. I'm grateful, a lot, and I like to express my gratitude. I'm grateful for the time that I spend with with people. It's, I'm grateful for the time. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. We've got, there's somebody who's who's commented on our on our Facebook stream, um, Liat, who we, who I met over a Zoom um, because our sons share the same um, the same issue. Uh, they both have. They both were diagnosed with with Crohn's disease. And, and her husband who had it as a child and been in remission and has had some recurrence of it as well. So like there's a shared experience that we as parents of children and we, in, in that space, um, we're going to have Leah on the show, by the way, actually, I think we're going to have, we're going to have that family on the show here at one point, but, um, but that experience and the conversation that we had was so, was so like immediately connected that I could easily say I love I love that because here's the thing. I love what I love who they are. Mm -hmm. I love what they're up to. I love what they're trying to accomplish. I love the 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 fight in the trenches that they're that they're taking on. They they're putting on a big fundraiser in November. Um um, that's that's gonna be amazing. We'll talk about that more on on another episode. But but to me, that's and, and and to spend time and then we got a chance to spend you know time together once we've, you know, we've communicated, we've texted and, and, you know, shared a little bit, but that's enough for me because to me, it is a level of love. It is, it is, I'm, as I said, I'm grateful for the time that I get to spend with people when we're talking about things and we can connect on stuff, you know? Um, it, it, so I don't think of the word love and, and friend being abused unless it's said without any real connection. For me, it always comes right. with gratitude. I love love. And I'm grateful, you know, so when I say somebody, you know, I love you or, you know, hey, listen, we, you know, if we give somebody a hug, right. We give somebody a hug that we've just met, or maybe we just spent the weekend. I've just spent, first of all, I've got to, you know, again, another topic for another conversation, but I've, I've a new gal in my life who has completely changed my perspective on the world, um, which I'm great, totally grateful for. We just spent the weekend with friends um, up in, you know, central California and, you know, We spent two days together, two and a half days together with this couple. I'd never met them before. Um, When we left, you know, the parting after spending time with somebody, you know, we're we're hugging. The husband and I, we're hugging Mm -hmm. because I feel like they're part of our family. Like when you share an experience, you hug and love on people. I mean, I just think that that's – and that's been a thing that's been missing. We're so focused on the divisiveness and things that separate us when the reality is we just break it down to the fact that we're just human beings, you know, We're energetic beings occupying this human form for a very short period of time that could go like that. You know, Mm -hmm. we should be expressing love and gratitude to each other, for each other, with each other as much as we possibly can. Because it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. It doesn't matter who it is or what it is. That expression of love is a giving of yourself. It's the one thing that we can share with one another. I don't think of it as abuse. I think it has, as as in fact we all can have the idea that we want to share with as many people as possible. It's a good thing. It's a
1: good yeah. Thing. Well, the other thing is too is you need to you do need to know someone somewhat to be in love with them in the truest sense, but you only need to know humanity in order to love someone which is not the same thing as as being in love. And because women are freer to express what they feel for, you know, a man romantically, another woman romantically, a friend or whatever the case would be, that's where the challenge comes in with with men and where we're so messed up because um expressing it freely period is somewhat of a challenge because um, any sensitivity is seen as weakness. But then, number two, when it's expressed to another male, it's it's just you know th- there's this stigma and it's and it and it's stymied and everything and it's and it's why uh, the world will be a better place when that changes. And it's funny, I feel like we're having like a meeting rather than the show because we've had conversation and I don't like to put things out there that aren't going to come about or haven't yet. But this is where we've had conversations of about. Um, starting a men's group, you know, of our own, you know, we were in one through uh, the association with our financial services uh, business and such a learning experience because when it first came about and they were talking about, we're going to have a men's group. I was like, men's group. Okay. Doesn't that mean you're going to like smoke cigars, play cards, kill your food and each other. If you get on each other's nerves and push out a follicle per minute and grow your own beard, like on the spot and just like, and, and, and I am none of those things. So I just like, you know, like the old Saturday night, Live get, I am more grizzled than you. No, I am more grizzled than you. And it just, and that's a very, it was a very narrow way of thinking because it taught me several things, which is that, you know, having a group where you're teaching about um, uh, responsibility and, and and here's the thing too we have to accept that men and women have different roles and that doesn't have to be chauvinistic in order to be true um part of what makes it true is that there are things that women are just so much better at than us and one of those things happens to be expressing oneself you know and dealing with um emotions and our our emotions and our feelings don't go away right but if we decide that we're going to just you know, couch them and bottle them up and keep them inside, you'll literally eat at you, you know? Yep. And so to be able to express your appreciation for someone that means something to you, to express, um, um, uh, that value, it, it's freeing and it's something that everybody needs. And if you think about it for a male, like I can, I, I don't know what it's like to be a special needs parent and be single. Um, that's got to be where okay, you feel like you I'll got n- n- no <laughs> what to turn to. Go ahead. No, seriously. <laughs> no, can, seriously, going. no, but, <laughs> because I mean there is perspective that you have to give because you know, and this is why I, I I appreciate you know our friendship and our union and this platform because in your case you know what it's like to be yoked in, in in a fight with someone, not fighting with that person, but joining forces to be together, bring a child into the world, have a diagnosis take place, and And then have, amongst other things, that diagnosis and the dealing with it, fray that union, and then you're single. And then you know what it's like to do that and then find someone that supports you in that and other journeys as well. There's a lot of value in those paths.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. And that's why, I mean, I don't – again, uh, we only have an hour. Um, We (laughs) – this conversation can go – um here's the thing i think you know we all that's why i i always say we all bring our own personal experiences to our conversation it's like it's a service it's like our baggage but it is the stuff our experiences and our and our and so we have we have a choice when we when we do that we can have those experiences mean something you know negative and and dark and over or the experiences just make us more deep enriched you know, connected people. For me, the experiences that I've had—being um, married, uh, you know—and and a parent of a, of a child with special needs, and then being divorced, um, being in a new relationship. Yeah, that's all those things come with it. But the the at the end of the day, at the end, of, in my opinion, the things that make us successful. And by the way, a, a failed marriage doesn't necessarily. I hate using that term because because any experience that you're in you you if you if you look at it the right way you can grow from and again you can be grateful for the learning experience right you know that expression so like, are,
1: for, for a relationship serving its time and doing what it was supposed to
0: do just gonna just gonna say right
1: yeah yeah because without I'm, getting it you know I, your appreciation for the relationship you have now put it this way i would bet to an extent this relationship would not be had you not gone through what you have
0: 100 percent this relationship came out can, totally came out of <laughs> out of, out of the learning and the work that I personally wanted to do for myself in order to have a successful relationship where, where, you know, there was, there was fulfillment all around. And by the way, still grateful for the relation, you know, for the relationships that I have had. Um, even if they didn't, they didn't, you know, end in lifelong, you know, lifelong experiences, they were, they were impactful for me. And it's still an, ex, an, an expression of, of love right and and by the way the other thing i will say is that is that the thing that makes you a successful partner in a relationship is when you when you are able to express your love for yourself i was listening to something recently one said you know when you're trying to find your soulmate the first thing you want to do is mate with your own soul right and that hit me in such a way because i realized like you can't find the thing that you're looking for from outside external sources, right? You, it has to be internally driven. And sometimes if you're not connected to your own soul and your own, you know, what, what, what lights you up and what, what, you know, gives you purpose, sometimes you get lost and the relationship only handles certain aspects of that, but it may not cover everything. And so you have to really get a true sense of who you are. My last, you know, the, the, my last relationship, um, you know, with that, was you know 15 years 4 years pre-marriage and almost 10 years of, of married life was 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 wonderful but we both grow as individuals and I learned a lot out of that and that enabled me to have the relationship that I have now it's true but I I still think that you know again at the end of the day when you're able to express love um uh with all of that learning and all of that appreciation and gratitude the more we do, the better The better off we are. There are, some, listen, there are things that we don't agree with. There are things that you and I don't agree on. You know, it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. there are some things in my life, we don't agree on some stuff like in a really extreme, <laughs> extreme situation. But again, I know her heart, right? I know where she comes from. I know what she's about. So so the stuff where we don't agree on, it's just, it. I give it space to exist and not have to make it a personal thing. It's not about me, right? Person's opinions yeah. and person's opinion about stuff, but that is love, right? Because that is letting go stuff. How many times have you thought about like in relationships? And I'm sure for people are thinking about their own relationships, you know, where you where you get positional about something. I'm, you know, I'm take like I'm right, and not I'm only am I right, but now you're wrong. Like you don't agree with me. That's cool, but now you're wrong, and now it becomes a separation of things. But the reality right. is like I'm 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 right. I may believe in it, and you may believe something different. My learning and my you know my personal evolution has been I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm giving you the space to have that belief. Yeah, I don't need to I don't need to agree with it. Like if something like you and I have had this conversation, you know, we talk about cisgender and you know gender fluidity and all that stuff. It's not part of my world. It's not something that I personally, you know, have it you know I've had experience with but does just because somebody else experiences it I don't I don't make them wrong that's just the way they want it. that's the way they choose to live their life I just give them the space to live their life people should be able to express themselves the way they want to express themselves and be recognized the way they want to be recognized I believe in in that's part of our contribution of love to the world is you know who am I to say you know my way is the right way I've made enough mistakes in my life that I I clearly am not you know, a perfect person. I don't think there's a human being on this planet that is a perfect person. If we're measuring it in relation to you know our belief in, in who God is or what God is, you know, mm-hmm. we're we we're, we're born in the image, but it doesn't mean that we've lived up to that image. You know, again, without getting religious, you know, <laughs> we all have have sinned and made mistakes and all that stuff. I don't think there's yeah. a, I don't think there's a perfect person. In fact, the only perfection we have is being perfectly imperfect. And so and if we're the, perfectly imperfect and we're born with that, then then you're going to have a difference yeah. of opinion and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And then here's the thing too, uh,
1: unless short of knowing someone that is a, you know, uh, uh, a tyrant, terrorist, and war criminal or something along those lines, who do you not wish to experience love? Who would you not like to experience love? You know, because that's just something that any and everybody needs. And that's where, again, you don't have to, Know a person's—you um, don't have to be of a person's uh, preference or sexual orientation to appreciate that person's—not just their their choice, but their their being, you know. And I guess you know, for me, like I said, the older I get, the, you know, the other thing that's interesting is when I hear about any relationship that doesn't last, like when I hear about celebrity um, breakups and stuff like that. That like really really hurts me. But not only just the breakup, um, but like for instance, people are talking about uh, Tom Brady and Gisele Buncheon having you know uh, attorneys and you know speaking to divorce attorneys and everything. And the first thing I thought right away is like, I don't like the fact that I know that I know that. I don't even know if it's true. <laughs> but I was like, we shouldn't we should know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. People yeah. should. People should be let people go and and be happy and work their thing up or split up or do whatever they're going to do, which goes yeah. back to what I was saying earlier about our you know, idea. So, you know, Brian and I are talking about, you know, starting this men's group. What we would do is we would meet online once a month. And if there's anyone that has any kind of contribution to add to something like that, getting it off the ground, it's welcomed and deeply appreciated because I believe that our society is at a true deficit when a man is um, has bought in, as most of us have, to the notion that we should have a limitation on the manner in which we express uh, our love and whether it is for each other, for our fellow fellow human beings or society uh, at large.
0: And I'm, and I'm going to say this too, because, because as it relates to what we do here on Just Two Dads, dads of special needs children... Uh...
1: It's okay, man. I'm right here with you. So is it so is any and everybody else that can relate.
0: You know, we bear that burden equally with our partners. You know, we we struggle with that. We try to make sense of it. We try to fix it. We try to we internalize it. We. You know, we get we get stuck in our perception of what we think the right way to handle a situation that we have no experience with. Um, we think in a nanosecond, what are the people gonna think about? Are people gonna make this, a, a, this is about me? All that stuff that we do as men, you know, and the ability to, first of all, to come on this platform, you and I get to, by the way, I'm emotional, everybody, we all know, like when you get older, you get emotional about things, but <laughs> um, I think I've been emotional my whole life. I'm just able to express it much more easily these days. But but for dads of kids with special needs, we want, yeah, it's exactly, we want, we want to make sure, and I think that's the one thing that we're both probably the most proud of when it comes to this, to this, to this podcast, is that we are not afraid to be vulnerable, we're not afraid to express our emotions, we're not afraid to acknowledge that we're scared, we don't know, we don't have the answers, we're, you know, we're fascinated, we're impacted, Um, and I think that that's a healthy place to be. I think it, I think it helps us relate to the world better, and I wish that and hope that more men will join us in, you know, in this, in a men's group, in some way of expressing themselves freely, um, even if it's even if it's just hugging the buddy of yours, just as you know, to say, hey, man, I appreciate you. I don't care. Like, however it starts, it's just start a movement of, you know, this, you know, and I'm not talking about. There are people who are like, oh, you're you're a, oh you're a beta male or whatever. Oh, you're you're a whatever. Like that's just a label that other people who don't can't relate to 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 that. For me, I think that there's a lot of strength and I think it's a there's mass- a lot of masculinity. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of masculinity in being able to express and strength, being able to express your vulnerability, your fears openly. Just to say hey i know that they're there and i'm just gonna have to i'm gonna figure out a way to deal with it and maybe somebody can help me through this process right men don't go to don't go to therapy as much as women all that stuff we got to change all of that right because because we want our children to know especially our children who are dealing with you know with with some sort of you know different way of processing the world why do we want to complicate that for them right why do we want to complicate the way we do things because a man is supposed to be a, so one way and a woman is supposed to be another way? No, we're human beings expressing love and expressing these human emotions and human, you know, our, 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 our human nature. If anything, it helps our children. It helps our children understand that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to not know the answers. It's okay to to be in wonderment and awe and, you know, and all of the things that we express and that we have difficulty expressing sometimes as men. It's Okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And our children go, like, look, that's cool. This there's just there's this is just how we process the world, right? Yeah. So anyways, I'm just again myself rambling. I think that dads, you know, we 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 know. We know. And that's why we by the way, we named our, our podcast just two dads. Because we looked at it like, man, we're just two dads. What do you know? The reality is we know because we're just two dads, right? We know as dads all of that stuff that you all are going through. We know what you're dealing with. We know the pain, the struggle, the fear. We know. You're not alone. We're not alone. We have this relationship. We love each other here as partners, as business partners, as colleagues, as friends, as family, because we know. We know what it's like. There's no pretext. When Sean has a sit- conversation about Elijah, I know. I, I know what he's going through. And it's enabled me to have a, have a sense of, when I know other parents of children who are on the autism spectrum and they struggle and they're trying to communicate, I can say, I we know, like I know, I get it, and you're not alone. And so, mm-hmm. if anything, that's our goal. Our goal is to create an opportunity for men to get together and to, like, we get it, like we know it, and you're and you're valid in your feelings, and it's okay.
1: Yeah, most right. definitely. And it's funny what I like about some of what we do would not be if we didn't do the show live. Like the fact that the conversation has shifted towards, you know, our aspirations for this group, you know, that wheels are turning as I speak, which is always the case, but um, from a humanity driven standpoint, and exactly what it is that we want to accomplish, you know, more men than we can probably count need to be told, Hey, there's a place where you can like open the door. You can come in and say, you know, you don't have to come in weeping, but if you do, that's okay but you can also open the door and just say, you know what? I'm afraid. Or I'm not sure. Or I don't know. Or I'm alone. Whatever the case might be. Because what happens is, you know, I made a post the other day where I I stated that one of the best things a man can possibly do um, for his children is to show them that he loves their mother. And the truth of the matter is one of the best things that well, of course, anybody can do, but because we have restrictions on us from a societal standpoint, as far as men are concerned, one of the best things that men can do is love and express it. Because if more yeah. men were able to do that, the world would be in a whole lot more of a better place. If you if you think of the most uptight, or let's take away uptight, up, uptight Denotes a certain amount of transparency Where someone's like, I'm uncomfortable And I'm going to let you know I'm talking about the most uptight Where they present themselves as anything but that The most confident The most, um, for lack of a better term, cocksure The most, you know, certain The people that have the loudest certainty Usually have the most uncertainty And when it comes to men in particular Just because of what society has, you know Done to us over, over a period of time You know, um if we would adjust, like, hey, you know what? I'm not too sure. I don't know. I hurt. I'm, you know, just being real that way. If more men would do that, especially those that are in any kind of position of power or influence or anything of that sort, the world would be a better place. And there isn't a maybe about that. For sure.
0: For sure. Love and empathy. I say it all the time, right? Love and empathy. Um, so, I mean, I again, I, I, I love this topic. Um, it's funny because I think that everybody comes to this conversation, you know, with their own again preconceptions. And so, looking at the title, you know, love between men, it's, it's like, what are we talking about? Um, but I, I, I mean, really, when it gets down to it, that's the societal stuff that you're that you're sharing. Um, the reality is, we, you know, we need we need to be able to be more self expressive. If, if we could if we could express on a regular basis, think about it, how much we would do. right? how many times have you? Listen, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but like I freaking love Broadway musicals. All right. I mean, I do. I love I've always have. I always love musicals. By the way, I you're, love the you're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, I love musicals. I love live. I love uh, uh, the the greatest showman was one of the greatest movies I've, I've seen. I love it. I love the music. I love all of it. To me, you know, I get out and, and sort of, you know, scream at the top of my lungs and the horrible voice that I have. You have a lovely voice. I do not. I'm not graced with a beautiful voice that you have. But I would sing that freaking song on the top of my lungs. And by the way, I know for me, it when when it when my voice cracks, you know, when you're in your car and you're singing a song and then you, you feel it and your voice cracks, I know that it's hit me in my heart, not just in my just not resonating in my in my mind, in my soul, right? Like it's hitting me deep, yeah. right? It hits me deep. And if we could express that on a regular basis and be free to do that without worrying about what other people think about us. Imagine how amazing the world would be if we could just, you know, be fully self-expressed, right? Just be but it's, it's
1: a totally. It's a separate but related subject. We could do another show on just like how much people hold back, period, you know? Um yeah. And right, now that you think about it, it, it would look kind of crazy if everybody really let go. People walking down the street, people driving, whatever have you. There's some restraint that maybe we need, but I think once we got over the initial shot, the world would be a better place. Like if I have a, um, you know, let's say, I I can think of several reasons. Let's say my my wife and I are are at odds about something and it could be small because I'm so sensitive that if it's something that's not really even big, it doesn't have to be some big fight. It could just be off. And if there's something that takes place in a gesture or a word or something like that, that is the exact opposite that then says that we're like good, at the very least, I walk away going, you know, and you feel good, and you or you have sit down and have a you know a business meeting, It's so something big is about to take place. When nobody's around when somebody's around the people in my house. I'm like, when nobody is around, go in the bathroom, go to the kitchen if nobody's, and you're like, yes, yeah, you know what I mean? That's a matter yeah. of the holding back.
0: Yeah,
1: you know,
0: <laughs> you know? it's it's so yeah. And you know, here's the thing. So if you think about it, God, I know we're getting philosophical on this, is so funny. Um, if you, but if you think about it, it's, it's really, it's, it's about generosity to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about this because um, I think about it. And we're again, having this conversation about this past weekend. Um, my this lovely, lovely woman in my life um, thought ahead of time And bought a thank you card and a gift, um, knowing that we were going to have a phenomenal stay for the weekend with our friends. And, Mm And when we were leaving and packing up and, you know, she put the little gift on the counter and put the card there, I thought, what an amazingly thoughtful and generous thing to do right? And mm-hmm. by the way, I love it because I think when we find our true partners, right, they're the people who do the things really well that you don't really do really well. Right so mm-hmm. I'm really horrible at it. I'm always grateful, but I never, like, think ahead to be... Expressing. The expression expressing, that we just right? talked about, how we're all yeah. back. It's like the question
1: is this. What are you saving your love or your expression of love for? Totally.
0: Totally. And if it? you think about it, and if you think about it, it is it is generosity. Because when you share it, it is an act of generosity, right? You're you're letting somebody else know because, look, we could have left and said thank you and hug and blah blah blah. It wasn't that great and gone on our merry way to be totally fine. And we could have said, oh, you know, so you know, so grateful for the stay and was so wonderful to spend time with you, blah blah blah, and gone. I'm gonna But you'd be something. It's a, yeah, and then it's and it's in a, in a way it's kind of it's kind of uh, chintzy, right? It's kind of uh, it's, it's, very, you're, it's, you're,
1: it's, you're, it's yeah, cheap. it's emotional, it's, it's emotionally and spiritually
0: cheap. Right, so, and as you're what talking what about having, for what do you? Yeah, exactly. So when you have a really good experience at at at, at work, or you have something great, to, you want to like share that. You should share that. Why aren't we mm-hmm. sharing that? Yeah. Right? we should always. We should always be. It's an act of generosity to let somebody else know I love you, um, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, Leon. I love you, by the way, and your family. I'm, you're posting stuff here on our comments on Facebook that will show up on our on our YouTube channel as well. And thank you so much for those. It's a huge, it's a, it's a gift. It's a, it's a, it's an, it's, an, it's, it's a, it's generosity. Like how, how, how do you feel when you receive kind words or words of affirmation or words of love or words of, you feel good. Why aren't we doing, remember that commercial where there was, you know, there was, I don't remember what the product was for. It's how good the commercial was. You know, it was like, you're going to tell two friends and then they're going to tell two friends and so on and so on. And the pictures were sort of multiply so it right? was some kind of
1: it a toothpaste, or shampoo. I think it was shampoo. I think it was shampoo. It was shampoo. It was
0: shampoo. Yeah. You're gonna tell two friends and they're I'm gonna, gonna look it up. But think about that as it in terms of love or in terms of just being generous. You say something kind to somebody in the elevator, and then you leave, and then you've left something behind for that person that has perhaps altered their date. And then then when they go out and they encounter the people nearby, they may give a little bit of that as well. And that's That's that chain of, you know, again, of love and generosity. um, Fabergé organic. Fabergé organic. Hair. For the hair, right? Shampoo or something like that. Yeah, with
1: shampoo. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's hilarious. But that is it. If we all took that perspective of, you know, share it. And you know that when you're having a great day and there's somebody who's had a miserable day, they let you know it. It kind of has an impact on you as well, if you allow it. Um, But but rather than do that you know again think of 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 the love and, and contribution as as an act of generosity and a gift to others because we spend too much time not doing that right yeah. i listen i my um my family calls me the mayor because everywhere i go i talk to people or you know say hello really or, I, know I have I have, I
1: have a friend that calls me that that's
0: hilarious but part of that is a, a reflection of and he's an like, autism dad too that's see that's funny but that's because for me i'm i connect like my gift like and again confirmed (laughs) by a dream that i had right as i've mentioned on this podcast before you know my my true purpose here is not and i I've, i've modified it sean because i realized something recently i thought it was to connect people like put people together but I realize that it's not just connecting people, but connecting with people. And and the funny thing about it is that for anybody who knows me and has spent any time with me at all, you kind of get that about me. Like I'm all about connecting with people. I'm all about finding the things that connect us and bind us, and and you know and that we have in common than 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 anything else. And so you know I walk down the street. You know live the, <laughs> in downtown Los Angeles, and you know there are these um, you know, these, 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 these storefronts and the owners are, you know, usually standing by the front door or whatever. And I say hello to all of them. And I had a friend who was walking me like geez do you know, all those people? I'm like, well, they're my neighbors. I mean, at the end of the day, we share a space. Like we shared this block. Yeah. I think about that. Right. I go to, I go to, you know, I go home and I, I go home to my, I know my address at some point in their day, they thought I'm going to work and this is the address, right? We're on the same block. For an extended period of time, we're in a sharing the same experience for mm-hmm. a period of time. So we're connected by proximity. So Why as not? human beings, right, right, say, say hello, shake hands, you know, do what do a fist bump, elbow bump, whatever. Basically, because as you and I talk about all the time, at the end of the day, people need their needs. They need to be seen, they need to be heard, they need to be gotten, they need to know that their existence matters to somebody and when you acknowledge them it's a gift of love it's a general it's a generous acknowledgement that you mean something to me your time here is not wasted you mean something to me and i and that's that again it goes along here this is a, a love is a broad term to show how we shared this human experience
1: mm-hmm. right you know, that's we, what this is all about you're aware of this we had um we had a um, uh, a problem with that when our, our a leak in our home between kitchen and bathroom and stuff and and everything and anyway and we had to, we've been having some work done uh and it's been a journey <laughs> well one of the things that we um you know th- that we got um you know was uh, broken um and I contacted uh, the hardware store to let them know and I was you know we weren't sure that because some of the stuff we bought a considerable amount of time passes before certain things are installed. And we weren't sure if you know what we're gonna get. We were gonna be told, Well, I'm sorry, you just kind of stuck with that, you know. And this lady that I spoke with, she there's what she said in this, how she said it, and how she said it let me know that she was gonna do everything she could to resolve the situation. This is yesterday. And she says, well, I had the purchase order, how can I help you with this? And I'm like, Well, here's what happened. I told him she says, Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna contact the manufacturer and see if they can get a replacement part for you. Can I put you on hold for a minute? She did. I said, "Great." She comes back and she says, "Here's what you need to send them. I have a contact there. They'll send it to you." Okay. So she resolved the issue with the manner in which she did it. You know, I asked her how long she had been there, what her situation was, and then let her know how much I deeply appreciated what she did and how much of a you know a difference she made. And she was so overcome with appreciation. And it's because I even told her, I said, if she had messed up and I had a bad experience, what most people would do from a consumer standpoint is you'd make sure that you went out of your way to tell somebody that you had that bad experience. You might even ask for a supervisor. But if a person does a good job, well, that's what they're supposed to do. So therefore, I don't really need to even tell anybody. Like we said, people need to be seen. They need to be heard. They need to know that they matter. The six basic human needs. Is certainty, uncertainty, and variety, significance, love, and connection, growth, and contribution. So it's constant work, but if we're trying to find those every day, but then at the same time, just as if not more important, trying to help other people find those things, that brings an immeasurable amount of uh, fulfillment to our day and our life. And then if we add the special needs component to that, those things are a little harder to come by, depending on the diagnosis of your loved one, depending on whether or not you're single, depending upon whether or not you have a strong relationship, depending on you know what your experience is, and then how you're raised as well. So the way that we serve the special needs community, you and I, with financial service, education, and opportunity, that's just one piece of it, because those six things are something that everybody needs, but those of us in our community need that 10 times, if not more. So I would encourage anyone that's listening to, to try and find a way to Find those things for yourself. And once you find it, um, you know, do what you can to make sure that other, you meet those needs for other people as well. And listen, the affirmation or something like that is just as simple. It doesn't have to be some big thing. For instance, we had a, a conference call um, in our, for our, our, our business uh, yesterday. And one of the founders of the company was just completely, you know, um, liked the picture that I had on my profile on Zoom. My daughter took the picture. She's a professional photographer. And I've gotten nice compliments on the picture before. But what he said that really stood out, he was talking to us about as we serve people, find a way to inspire people. Get good at making people feel good. And he said, yeah, it's a sharp-looking picture. It looks like GQ, blah, blah, blah. Well, what he said that really stood out to me is he said, that picture is so inspirational. And now that I think Mm -hmm. about it, it's always a challenge to do that very thing that I just suggested because I haven't told my daughter. She took the picture. I need to make sure I let her know. You know that somebody saw that picture and said that that picture is so inspirational and had me turn my camera off twice so that he could look at the picture. And he didn't say because, oh, you're a good-looking man. He's talking about
0: the picture itself.
1: She needs to know that.
0: Right, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Look where we are. I love that. And, like, right, 50 minutes. So, folks, we, we get to this point all the time and we're like, Sean and I have conversations like this constantly throughout the week, anyways, and it always seems to fly by. And here we are, almost a full hour in. So, first of all, um, um, I want to thank you and tell you I love you. Um, you're a meaningful person in my life. Um, I'll never forget me walking in the door of our of our of our of our business office the very first day, and you were the first person that embraced me. I talk about it all the time on our trainings because it was that impactful for me. And the fact that we continue to do this seven and a half years later, um, just again, testament to the fact that I, I love who you are in the world. Um, I love you, as a, you know, as a brother and as a partner in, in this business and the work that we do here. I love your family. I love the crusade. I love the mission that we are on together and that you're on individually. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you. Um, we don't have to do the, uh, you know, we don't have to answer the, do the, do the questions today, <laughs> but, but honestly, um, I love this conversation. I want, listen, if, I, if we can, I want to thank everybody for making the contribution, um, on comments and I'm sure that we'll get more and the folks that have liked and, you know, and, and we see all of your names and we, we thank you for, you know, indulging us. Cause we didn't have our uh, a guest today, and and Sean and I were going to have this conversation. And we didn't really know where this was going to go because it's organic. We have nothing scripted, which is probably obvious. Um, but we, I appreciate all of you for making contribution, Leslie and, and 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 Liat, and you know your family. Uh, and yes, I saw your note, and we will definitely want to talk about, um, about about, you know, taking the stage at your event and just you know appealing to dads to be out there and and be sharing um, themselves with their families. It's okay, man. It's okay. (laughs) I don't know why that's so emotional, but I know what it's like to not to hold it in to think there's something wrong or to think that if you're strong to your point, if you think that you're strong because your strength is going to be uh, appreciated and valued, the reality is your vulnerability is probably more appreciated and more val uh, more valued because of everything that we talked about today. So, um, mm-hmm. thank you for inviting us and including us. And you know, we definitely will talk to you about that. We definitely want to participate with you in, in your mission because what you are doing and the service you're providing, an outlet you're providing, um, the support you're providing for the folks who are dealing with IBD, you know, uh, and any you know issues with you know Crohn's disease and colitis and you know intestinal issues. Um, you're, that's just one part of this world that I've now become a new member of recently and uh, and it's uh you're doing valuable work and so thank you and, and and really thank you for for contributing today and participating and everybody else who's listening to us today and 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 acknowledging we love you all we want you all to know that we're doing this because we just have a conversation between the two of us but we're just being humans and um, expressing our own human nature and I always end this show with the same saying the same thing love and empathy is you know, is what's is what's called for every day, more now than ever, I think, when you see somebody's situation, you don't know what they're going through, have some empathy. You have no idea what their life is like, what their day is like, and if they're having a tough time, be empathetic as opposed to being judgmental. And again, if you look through the world, you know, look at the world through the lenses of love, it just makes the world a better place. You feel more, you feel more aligned. Your soul lights up in that, in that space. So, um, everybody who's catching us on podcast outlets on our YouTube channel. Uh, we love you all. And, and again, thank you for being a part of our lives. of um, what we do. So to wrap us up and
1: close us out for, for today. Um, you know, all of a sudden that, that, that sound got like 10 times better when you plugged in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for me. But um, you know, again, I, I want to, as always, I want to thank the women in my life without whom I would not be. That is my amazing um, uh, mom, uh, Jan, and my wonderful wife, Laura. Um, you remember that, you know, everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be heard. Uh, we need to make sure that we're more childlike and less childish. And I want to add something that, you know, I'll probably be closing with each week that hit me here today. And This is especially for our men. So many of us are hurting out there, is that your artificial strength, if not extinguished, thus becoming your real strength can and will become your sickness, right? And that's what you end up passing on to the world if that's not taken care of. You know, um, perfection is not part of the human experience. So don't try to be. Let us make sure that you're the best that you can be and so much better than uh, than you were yesterday, because your only competition is your best friend and that's yourself. So if wherever you are, if you're watching this we love you um subscribe like and share on the youtube channel and um we love you
0: thanks everybody